0: Hello and welcome to Not So Secular. My name is Mon Reyes and I'll be your host here today. It is good to be back. This is our first episode for 2024 and I took a bit of a long break there but it's nice to be back on track and I'd like to start this off by thanking everyone who have supported and continues to support the show. One of the things that I discovered is that in our 2023 statistics looking back on this podcast... 2023 was the year when I published the least episodes compared to the past two other years that I've been doing this. However, 2023 was when I had the most listens, and that, of course, is because of you. You've been sharing our episodes, you've been responding, you've been donating, you've been supporting in all of these different ways, and I'd like to thank you for that, for your listening ears, for your share for your responses, for your prayers. And so, this year, 2024, I'd like to get back on track and continue doing this again, hopefully on a more regular basis. To kick that off, our episode for today is entitled Only the Strong Can Be Gentle. Only the Strong Can Be Gentle. What does that mean? First, we have to talk about what we mean when we use the word gentle. What does it mean to be gentle? What comes into your mind when you hear the word gentle? We often associate gentleness with softness, right? When we tell someone, oh, be gentle, huh? What we mean by that or another way of saying that would be, oh, be soft or be careful. Oftentimes, we say this when we're handling something fragile or um when we need to be careful about something that could easily break ako may or something na madaling masira or kahit nga hindi something eh. even if it's someone right when you're handling a baby you need to be gentle so that the baby would not be hurt doing a quick google search of the definition of the word gentle you'll find this Gentle is the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. Another definition goes like this. Gentle is softness of action or effect or lightness. Now, all of this is true, right? But the reason why I'm pointing this out right now is because there seems to be a problem sometimes in the way that we use and look at the word gentle, The problem is this. We often associate gentleness with weakness. Because it's soft, right? For example, when we're correcting someone, a friend or a family member, someone we care about, we think that the opposite of a gentle approach is what? We call it tough love. Because why? Tough love is firm. Tough love is strong. Gentleness is... It being the opposite of tough, therefore, is not firm. It's not strong. And there's this misunderstanding sometimes that what we what we mean when we say gentle is something along the lines of harmless. Diba? So that we don't hurt the other person, we need to be harmless. That's why we say things like when, when someone does something nah. Hindi natin I- inaye expect nagawin niya, kasi nga, he has a very gentle demeanor. We say stuff like, oh, hindi ko inaakalang magagawa niya yan, ang bait bait pa naman niya. I didn't think that he would be capable of doing something like this, considering how kind or gentle or soft their personality is. At least, that's how we think about it, right? Another way that we encounter this problem is in this way. When we tell someone, Masyado ka kasing mabait, kaya ka na abuso ng iba. Oftentimes, we say this in a way to convince someone to toughen up. Diba? You cannot be too kind, otherwise other people will take advantage of you. You cannot be too gentle. Ngayon, parang naging masama pa yung pagiging mabait eh, no? With that kind of usage, ang ironic tuloy. And that's precisely what happens. We begin to have this distorted idea of kindness and gentleness. We think that being kind and being gentle is being weak and being mild. But is that true? Is it really the case that when you're kind and gentle, it's, it's the same as saying you're weak and you're incapable and you're harmless? That's why you're, you cannot stand up for yourself. That's why you cannot assert yourself. That's why other people can just have their way with you. Is that what it really means to be gentle? The answer is no. That is not the perspective of the kingdom. That is not the perspective of Jesus. That's the perspective of the world. That's why in worldly perspective, in worldly values, we either reject gentleness or we embrace a false notion of gentleness. Kasi nga, mali yung pagkakaintindi natin ng gentleness. When we reject gentleness, we think we always have to be tough, we always have to be strong, we always have to be all of these perceptions, these ideas of what it means to not be someone that other people can take advantage of. That's what it means. Or when we embrace a false notion of gentleness, we take on weakness. Also, we think we have to be soft. We think we have to be harmless because we don't want to be perceived as someone who is bad. Now, coming from this dilemma, coming from this misunderstanding, what would be a healthier way of understanding gentleness? Let's look at the words of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, he said, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus calls himself gentle. Therefore, Gentle must not mean weak. To be gentle is not to be weak because Jesus is not weak. Let's look at the language that he uses here. The original Greek word for gentle that we translated here can also be translated in a different way. We can also use a different word to describe it. Another word that we can use to describe the original that we translate as gentle is the word meek, M-E-E-K meek and Jesus of course uses that word the exact same word in a different instance in the beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 verse 5 Jesus said blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth notice how Jesus talked about how he is gentle and about how the gentle are blessed gentleness is not weakness. Meekness is not weakness. To provide a healthier definition of gentleness, here's the definition given by BibleHub.com to the original Greek word that I'm referring to. It's praos or praotes. And these are the definitions that we find there. Praos or meek is described in this way. It's the necessary balance of exercising power and avoiding harshness. Notice, it's not the absence of power. No, it's the way we exercise power with avoiding harshness. Here's a second definition. It's meekness, proudness, is properly temperate, displaying the right blend of force and reserve. Notice, again, it's a combination. It's Balance, kanina yung, yung sabi, ngayon, it's the right blend of what? Of force and reserve. Another definition, it says, It avoids ne- unnecessary harshness, yet without compromising or being too slow to use necessary force. You notice how this seems to be the opposite of how we use gentle nowadays, Right? It's the complete opposite of weakness. No, it's learning how to have your power under control. For example, when we lived in Laguna during the pandemic, our dog, Sitobi, is a small dog. He's a palm spitz. So half Pomeranian, half Japanese spitz. So malit a little bit. It's a little bit. He's that small. We had a neighbor back then who had a big dog, a golden retriever. Now, yung Golden Retriever nila, si Bailey, is the same age as Toby during that time. That time, one year old pa lang sila parehas. Now, here's the thing. Even though they were the same age, Bailey is like three to four times bigger than Toby. Toby was a really small boy, and he's still small until now. Now, you have Bailey and you have Toby, two different size dogs. Si Toby nilalabas namin siya before para magplay sa park, and we would also see... Other dogs who are bigger than him a Labrador and may so on and so forth. But let's just look at Bailey and Toby for now. If Bailey and Toby were to play, who among them would need to be gentle so as to not hurt the other? Does Toby need to be gentle with Bailey? The answer is no. Because Toby cannot hurt Bailey. He's small, right? Bailey is the bigger, more strong dog. Bailey would have to be more gentle with Toby because it's Bailey who has the capacity to hurt Toby more. Therefore, shayong kilangang mas maging gentle. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is this again, only the strong can be gentle. If you do not have strength, you have no need for gentleness. Gentleness is precisely you having your strength under control, especially when you are dealing with others who are less strong than you. Being meek is not about being weak. It's about being strong and having that strength mastered. That's another good word. Self-mastery. Gentleness and meekness have to do with self-mastery. You do not have to worry about hurting someone else if you are unable to hurt anyone. You don't become kind when you are unable to hurt people. Instead, you become kind in spite of your very real capacity to hurt others. And that's something that we need to know because we have that potential to hurt others. And it matters how we master ourselves, how we put our strength under our will, basically. Or better yet, under virtue. You become a kind person because you choose not to hurt others even when you can Okay? There's a slight difference. It's not that you're unable to hurt others. It's that you know you can hurt others, but you choose not to. Hindi ba ganun kapag nagmamahal tayo? When you love someone, you make yourself vulnerable to the person. In other words, we allow ourselves to receive both the good and the bad. We allow ourselves to be loved, but we also allow ourselves to be hurt by the other person. That's what it means. When we open ourselves up, it's because we care. You care about how the person is and what the person does. You think about the person and that's what happens. Because if we don't care, we don't open ourselves to love and we don't open ourselves to being hurt. That's why, pag ayaw nating nasasaktan, ano sinasabi natin? I don't care. Right? In the same manner, when someone else opens himself up to you to be loved, he also opens himself up to you to be hurt. The question is, will you take advantage of that? Will you use that vulnerability in order to manipulate or to have your way? Or will you choose to receive that vulnerability, that openness to choose to love in a manner that you wouldn't otherwise be able to. That is gentleness. When we choose to use the power that we have for good in a manner that will not hurt the other person, especially when we're dealing with someone who is vulnerable. In 2 Timothy verse 1, 6 and 7, Paul says this, For this reason, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. Notice the distinction that Paul makes. Not cowardice, but self-control. Self-control takes Courage. Because self-control is strength. Self-discipline is strength. Self-mastery is strength. And the cowardly cannot master themselves. For, think about this very carefully. For, how can you possibly make a gift of yourself if you do not even own yourself? Hindi mo you cannot do that if you remain a slave to your own vices and your own disordered appetites. I'm about to end here and I want to refer to one thing from the Catechism of the Catholic Church because in Catholic teaching, this is connected to one of what we call the cardinal virtues. The cardinal virtue of temperance. And in paragraph 1809 of the Catechism, this is what it says. Temperance is the moral virtue that moderates the attraction of pleasures and provides balance in the use of created goods. It ensures the will's mastery over instincts and keeps desires within the limits of what is honorable. The temperate person directs the sensitive appetites toward what is good and maintains a healthy discretion." True gentleness, kingdom gentleness is about having the right kind of strength. It's not weakness according to the world, how the world defines it. It's not also strength according to how the world defines it. Because the way the world defines both weakness and strength is distorted. It's corrupted. And the best way for us to relearn this what it means to be truly strong and gentle at the same time is to look at jesus because jesus expressed his strength not by dominating or subjugating others yan ang measure ng strength natin in this world that's not how we did it that's what the romans did instead he expressed his strength by making a gift of himself on the cross if you were to look at the crucifixion by worldly standards that's weakness But here's the thing Jesus is God. If he wanted to, he could have done something about that. He could have taken himself out of that cross. But he chose not to. Christ's life was not taken from him by someone else. No, it was given by him for the sake of others. It wasn't victimization, it was a sacrifice. Now that is love, that is self-mastery, that is kingdom strength. And to fully close this episode, I'd like to leave you with something to ponder on. These are the words of Paul in his letter to the Corinthians. Here he was telling them about a certain struggle that he had. He didn't specify what it is, he simply called it a thorn in the flesh, in his flesh. But he did say that he asked God over and over to take it away from him. But it didn't happen. Instead, the Lord spoke to him. And notice how he uses the word strength and weakness, juggling how the world views strength and weakness versus how God views strength and weakness. In 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 and 10, he said, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell within me. Therefore, I am not content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong." Only the strong can be gentle, and this strength does not come from self-sufficiency. Meekness by godly standards is not weakness by worldly standards, but it is also not strength according to how the world defines it. This kind of strength is rooted in surrender to Christ. This kind of strength is mastered strength because it is under the will of the one true master. Thank you very much for listening all the way through. Please do share this episode if it was good for you, if it was valuable for you. If you want to support this podcast, there are different ways of doing that, which you can find all in the link included with this episode. Again, thank you very much. Have a fruitful and blessed year ahead of you. And I'll see you in our next episode. Bye.